key developments in my practice area at the moment, I suppose top of the list has to be AI. It's in the headlines everywhere, literally every article you read, every conference you go to, everything is about AI at the moment. Data beyond just personal data, it now underpins everything we do and in all aspects of our lives from financial services, healthcare, construction of buildings, operation of transport, and there's quite a lot of legislation and policy in that area at the moment. So I find that all really interesting and it's a new developing area of law. So lots of priorities to juggle on a daily basis, and this is definitely a marathon, not a sprint. Hello and welcome back to the Law Careers Net podcast. You're listening to the latest episode in our Practice Area Profile series, in which we speak to practicing lawyers about what it's like in their area of the law. This episode is in collaboration with Gowling WLG and is about working in company and commercial law. Now, company and commercial is a bit of a broad practice area, so you're going to hear from partner Jocelyn Pawley, who is a technology and data lawyer. Her expertise covers IT agreements, data protection, data centres and telecommunications as she advises technology clients on a range of issues. Jocelyn discusses how she came to the area, the developments facing the profession at the moment, plus the key attributes aspiring solicitors should develop. We hope you've enjoyed this practice area profile. You can read the full write-up of the profile on Law Careers Net and find out more about training at Gowling via the link in the podcast description. Here's Jocelyn. Hi, my name is Jocelyn Pawley. I'm a partner at Gowling WLG. I'm a specialist in two areas of law. One is technology contracts. So that means where organizations are entering licenses with suppliers of software systems, also nowadays SaaS and cloud systems, the support of those systems, integrating those systems, hosting them. That all comes under my remit. The other aspect of my practice is data protection and privacy. So I'm an expert advisor in the general data protection regulations and associated laws. I chose to become a solicitor rather than a barrister because I thought my strengths were more suited to drafting documents and giving advice with the benefit of having time and space to do it rather than the advocacy aspect of a barrister's work. Barristers do obviously also give detailed legal advice and legal opinions and have to have a very deep knowledge of case law in order to do that and draw their conclusions. But I preferred the idea of advising on more commercial arrangements, being very close to clients and building a relationship with them, which barristers don't get to do because they tend to work on individual pieces of advice or litigation. So I came to practice in my two areas of law, largely by chance of the seats I experienced as a trainee. One of my seats was in our commercial IT and outsourcing team, and I found the IT and technology aspects of the work there very interesting. I had no background in software or technology prior to my training seat, so that was by no means a prerequisite or gave me any kind of head start. Although on reflection now, I do wish that I understood how to code because it would help me in some aspects of the work that I do. But I found it really interesting. I enjoyed learning about how technology works and what the legal implications of that are and how it gets reflected in contracts. And what I've really enjoyed through my career is that the work I do gives me the opportunity to understand advances in technology and how that supports and influences the world around us. A great example right now being AI. I do need to understand what it means from a software and technology 
psychology point of view, as well as the other AI specific elements. The other side of my practice privacy, I was very lucky in the timing because as I was training, data protection, whilst there was legislation, was still really in its infancy. There wasn't a huge amount of law or regulatory guidance. So as a trainee, it was a really nice subject matter to pick up because you could quite quickly read quite a lot and understand quite a lot. Clearly, the landscape now is very different. Now we have much more sophisticated legislation, a well-developed regulator and lots and lots of guidance to read. But again, it's something that changes on a regular basis. You have to keep up to date with the latest and it's a very nuanced area. So to advise really well, you have to get close to clients and really understand the context of what they're doing, which I find really interesting. So some examples of the work I might get involved in. So we might be acting for a retailer, so someone who is selling products on the high street, and they might be looking to expand their e-commerce ability, i.e. have a website that consumers can see their goods on and buy from. So we would be involved advising the retailer on the contractual agreements that support that software. So to run a website, you need to have lots of different pieces of software. There's a core e-commerce system that gives you the platform and the ability to buy and sell, but lots of ancillary pieces of software as well that have to work in conjunction with the website. So typically things like search functionality would be specialist software, fraud checking software, the content management system that delivers all the digital images and prices and information that you see about products, etc. So each of those pieces of software requires a contract between the retailer and the software licensor. Those contracts cover the licensing of the software, a lot of the operational aspects about how it works, the support and maintenance, the hosting. So we have to advise our clients on whether the terms presented by the supplier are reasonable if there's any additional protections that our client needs. We interrogate quite closely the level of detail in the terms to check that they meet both our clients and the supplier's expectations of how it will work in reality. And so we, we review the terms, we advise our client on them, we mark them up and negotiate them with the other side to end a finished piece of work and agreement that can be executed. I think the highlight of my career so far is when we were advising Marks and Spencer on putting in place a new e-commerce platform. This was back in around 2013, 14, 15. They were working to refresh all their legacy IT systems so that it was built on a more modern architecture. It would deliver content quicker. It would be a smoother customer journey, which is really important in retail because otherwise, if you're looking at a website and it doesn't load quickly, we all get bored and move on. Or if it's clunky, we don't we aren't drawn to use it. So the the smooth quality working of the IT is really important. And we were heavily involved in a whole program of work and procurements. So we advised MS on multiple software licenses that all had to work together to build up and support their new website. It was a long running project, really interesting. We got to know the internal teams at MS, both the legal teams and some of the operational and IT teams really well, which makes the job really fun when you enjoy the people you're working with and have good relationships. And we learned a lot along the way. I think the thing that I most enjoy about my job probably two things. One is the subject matter itself. I genuinely find technology interesting and on the privacy side as well, the use of people's data, how it's being used, which means keeping up to speed with innovation and new developments that are going on and more broadly use of data beyond just personal data. It now underpins everything we do and in all aspects of our lives from financial services, healthcare, construction of buildings, operation of transport, and there's quite a lot of legislation 
development policy in that area at the moment. So I find that all really interesting and it's a new developing area of law, which I really enjoy. The other aspect that is probably the best that keeps you going is relationships that you form with clients, particularly where they're people that you have personally come to know over a number of years. You've worked hard. They appreciate your work. You see them at client events as well as working on transactions for them. It just makes for a really good working environment and you get a lot of satisfaction out of that. I think the hardest part of my job is time management and prioritization. I have a lot of demands on my time, ranging from the much less exciting day-to-day admin, making sure we have matters open, conflict searches, fee estimates in place, and meeting all our compliance requirements, through to developing my team, training them and running kind of pastoral role, through to delivering work for clients who themselves are demanding, they have their own time scales. So you have lots and lots of priorities to juggle on a day basis. And this is definitely a marathon, not a sprint. You have to pace yourself and work in a way that's sustainable whilst trying to meet the demands and the requirements of the business. So deciding where for you is the best and the right place to spend your time is really important. key developments in my practice area at the moment, I suppose top of the list has to be AI. I do have a specialist colleague who leads our artificial intelligence team. I support him on that from a privacy point of view, but clearly that involves understanding what AI is, enough about how it works to pull out from that what the privacy issues might be and how we can then advise clients on either building AI systems or using AI systems in a way that's going to avoid or mitigate the potential issues. So that is fascinating. It's in the headlines everywhere. Literally every article you read, every conference you go to, everything is about AI at the moment. But to some extent, to appreciate the AI, you have to understand some about how the technology stack works and the technologies that support it. And that is a constantly moving area in the way that IT systems are built and managed. You do need to stay on top of that, which we do just through working with clients and seeing what they're buying to think through what the legal implications are. I think there are three key issues facing the legal profession. The first one actually is AI as well. (laughs) Whilst we will work out what the best way is to use it, there is a danger that AI could actually quite successfully do jobs that we typically give to trainees and young lawyers to help train them. So the way that we are looking to use AI in our business is to help summarize cases. For example, what can you learn from a case? What are the key takeaways? Otherwise, that's a piece of work you would give to a trainee because it's very good practice to have to read that kind of quite hard to digest commentary and work out what the key points are. Similarly, reviews of fairly simple agreements. AI is getting better at that kind of task, but we would never just give an AI review to a client. You still need someone to read it to check the AI has got it right. You only get that experience yourself by having done it time and time and time again. So if junior lawyers don't have access to that kind of work, I do have concerns about the quality of training and how they will get the experience that they need to progress in their careers. So that's one. The second one is, I think, what the career pathway looks like for lawyers and how new generations see the role of partner and the pros and cons that they associate with partnership. So succession planning within law firms, I think, might have to look different in the future to how it does now to make sure that the senior roles are still attractive to more junior lawyers. And I think the third issue is diversity to make sure we get a really good spectrum of all types of people from all walks of life throughout the organisation, which is an issue that the industry 
industry is working hard to move on, but it also needs support from the education sector as well, because you need to have, again, a diverse stream of students coming through to come into law rather than only having a certain type of person coming out of the education system. To be a successful solicitor, I think in general, maybe rather than specific to my area, I pick out two key skills, neither of which is rocket science. One is simply enthusiasm and interest and being an easy person to work with. We are a service industry and people do buy people, i.e. if you like someone, you are more inclined to work with them. And that goes for trainees, junior lawyers within an organisation, as well as external clients appointing private practice solicitors. It counts for an awful lot, the personal chemistry and the relationships that you build. And the second is communication. So much can be lost or gained through the way that something is communicated. So being able to listen very actively, think about what you're hearing and respond to what you're hearing rather than having your own set agenda or prefixed ideas. So being able to actively listen to respond articulately using the right words because words are very important in, in conveying our meaning and also knowing when to just be quiet. I think my general advice for anyone thinking about starting a career in law, or, or maybe it's the thing that I would have liked to have known when I was starting out, is that the type of law you end up practicing can have quite different consequences for the options that are then open to you career-wise. So by that, I mean, if you end up specialising in disputes and litigation, first of all, that dictates the flow of your work day to day, it's more likely you'll have to respond very urgently to some things, but also then have some projects that can go on for years. Whereas in my line of work, it is very quick fire, very rapid turnover. I have lots and lots of matters on my desk all at once that all need moving along. So my overall workload is normally steady, but it's made up of lots of different bits and pieces of work, some of which are obviously much more substantial than others. That dictates your sort of day-to-day -day working patterns and what's, what's possible and how it fits with the rest of your life. But also as you become more senior, if you specialize in an area like mine, so broad technology or my colleagues who are specialist commercial lawyers, where commercial is quite a general discipline, you have lots of other career options to particularly to move in-house and be an in-house lawyer, which is a different style of work, which can be really fascinating and interesting and rewarding. Or I've even seen lawyers cross over and become pure commercial advisors to a business. So they benefit from having the background of a legal training and legal understanding, but they move on to become operations officers or have buying roles within organisations. Whereas if you've gone for a legal discipline that's very niche and very specialist, there's not necessarily those other options open to you as you go through your career. Being a lawyer is actually quite a collaborative profession and job. It might not always seem that way when you're starting out because you're very focused on the piece of work that you have in front of you. And that is right. You need to focus on that and do it to the best of your ability. But as you progress, or even as a trainee, you'll be aware that you are working in teams with other lawyers who have the same legal discipline as you or supporting lawyers in other teams. And so that ability to work together well, to communicate again so that they know what you're doing and you know what 
what they're doing and you've got an agreed plan of action and set of timescales is a really key skill. And that will see you throughout your entire career because increasingly, certainly at our firm, but I think across the profession as well, there is a recognition that the ability to collaborate, to build strong teams means we provide a better service and it is a, a more rewarding environment as well where you keep learning from each other.